You are listening to the Express Truth Show with my man Mark Hamilton. So stay lucky, is it? Yo, Anderson 100, West Side in the Midlands. And there's only one place I go when I want to know the real spill on some real situations. Express Truth Show. Follow us on Instagram at Express Truth Show. Welcome back, welcome back, people. It's the Express Truth Show, making Thursdays great again. And before we get into anything today, I want to say a big shout out to the Patreons, big shout out to the Spotify crew, big shout out to the iTunes crew, big shout out to the Mixcloud crew, shout out to the whole of Birmingham, the whole of London, Manchester, Bristol, Cardiff, the whole of the UK, man, the cities that have been showing us love. Mm-hmm. Now, don't forget to check out our website, www.expresstruthshow.com. And people have been asking the question, what's the best way to support you guys? So let me just break, let me just give him a rundown before we get into today's topics. So best way to support us is, you know, if you're a long-term Express Truth supporter, Patreon, simply a pound a month minimum, and you can go on there and support the growth of the show. Shout out to everyone who's already doing that. If you want to support us one time, a one-off, then go to our website and buy some merchandise. If you don't want to make no financial contribution to the show, but you want to show support, spread the word. Spread the word. Share the show. That's how you can do it, man. We've got a lot to talk about today. <laughs> we're a bit more relaxed today so i'm saying um you know shout out to everyone though who's out there listening and um that's it man we're using some new software right now so if there is some technic some some light technicals we're still learning the software man we're learning on the job but anyway yeah i'm steven yo yo what's going on express truth back up in the building shout out all of the wonderful listeners man we're in a relaxed, celebratory type of mood this week. Why? 6,000 subscribers on YouTube. Yeah. I want to shout out every last one of you. 
from number one to number 6,000. Big up yourself. The growth is only going to continue. The content is only going to continue. So proud, sorry, shout out all the supporters every time. However you digest the show, ingest the show, keep doing it, man. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Mark, kick it off like a game of FIFA. Yeah, that's a fact, man. Um, 6,000 subs, definitely a beautiful feeling. Mm -hmm. I know it ain't 60,000 or 100,000 or nothing like that. Yet. But 6,000, you know, that's, that's, that's something special for us. So shout out to everyone who's been hitting that subscribe button. If you haven't, please do that now. And, um, you know, the express truth is no holds barred. You're only going to hear the real here. There's nothing scary about this show. There's not, you know, there's no kind of intimidation that works with this show. Oh, it don't matter who the brother is. Oh, you get what I'm saying? It's just reality. Oh, so what I thought we'd discuss today mm -hmm. is the mobiles. Ah. Now, the mobiles have been around for as long as I can remember. I'm talking, you know, from a child, I remember the mobiles. And there was a time where the mobiles for me was something that I looked forward to. You see what I mean? Like living in Britain and, and you know, loving music of black origin. The mobiles was something that I personally looked forward to because you would see Jamaican artists, American artists, British artists that weren't yet on the global stage, you know, being awarded for their hard work. But as the years went on, the mobile started to change. Mm. And, you know, it started to become a place where it never really held no importance to the artists. Mm. And what I mean by that is most of the artists would never be there to collect their rewards. Like it would always be like a video message but then when you tuned into the Brits or, or the, the BET or whatever it was, the Grammys, yeah, they was always there. Mm -hmm. So it, people didn't really put no, you know, importance into it. But then I noticed as I got older after that, that the mobiles started to do things like, you know, they were just looking for the highest amount of views. And it wasn't about who was the actual best in these categories. Okay. It was just about what names they could get there. You know, it was about what names they could pull in. And I started to think to myself, yo, this is a joke thing. This mobiles thing, it's a joke thing. Mm. Like, it's just about, it's almost like there's people who deserve the awards who didn't get them, but they were more like trying to pander to, like the show's music of black origin. But then they, I feel like the mobile started to want to please non-black people. You get what I mean? So it was like, yo, we need to put people on there who others are going to like, who, what will make others tune in. Okay. And ever since then, you know, that's when I lost all interest in the award show. You see what I mean? I remember when it was, um, when Dennis Brown died and there was no real tribute for that man. And if we're talking about music of black, of black origin, Dennis Brown is an icon. Facts. You see what I'm saying? Like, especially with us being, you know, Jamaican, Dennis Brown is very important to reggae music. Mm -hmm. And there was no real honoring of this artist. So from that point on, I said, 
the mobiles is a joke thing. And I was kind of done with it. But the conversations come up again. Does the mobiles hold any importance to you? What are you saying? To me personally, I would say no. And I'd say no under the basis of slightly echoing what you were saying. Over the years, it seems like they have moved away from the grassroots of, like you rightly said, honoring people who fall under the category of music of black origin. Basically, people of color. Let's, let's call a spade a spade, yeah? Yeah. We would, like you said, usually wouldn't get the nod because the larger platforms, for example, like a Brits to go international, a Grammys, BET, et cetera, et cetera, MTV, whatever, wouldn't usually recognize these people until they've got hundreds of millions of followers and all the numbers and basically all the clout that comes with being a big artist. So over the years, it seems like the mobiles have started to add more and more cream into the black coffee. So instead of being super dark like it once was, it's like a really, really light brown now. Almost unrecognizable. Like when a man has a super duper milky tea, like it's going them way there, mm. if people get the analogy. Flashback to, I believe it was 2014, was one year in particular, when it went absolutely bananas. It got flipped on its head. The script got thrown out the window. Sam Smith, I believe... I believe, if correct me if I'm wrong, I can't remember. I believe 2014 or around that time might have been his breakout year. Correct me in the comments if I'm mistaken. He cleaned up at the mobiles. But I think it was best R&B slash soul, best mayo, best this, best that. There was him, yeah. And, um, oh Lord, what's her name? Jesse, Jesse J. Yeah, Jesse J. Jesse J as well. And then tw- 2014 was just a mazza. One extra must have been smoking certain. One extra must have been on the pipe in 2014 because they were talking about, I believe, um, Ed Sheeran topped their list for like top black artists or most top black influential. No disrespect to Sheeran. Talented and all that. What is a ginger cat from, I believe, like somewhere in the sticks? What's he got to do with black or the black experience? Like you may enjoy the music, you may enjoy listening to it. You may enjoy making it. You may enjoy even dabbling in it, working with artists to a degree. But you are what you are. At the end of the day, when Ed Sheeran says, you know what, I've had enough of this black stuff. It was hot for five minutes. It's not hot no more. He can jump back and say, 18, I'm the daydream. I never wasted. He can go back to the pop thing. I have hit after hit after hit after hit after hit. He can do that. But these artists who are, Black predominantly, do black music predominantly, who may not have, because you got to remember the music game at the end of the day is a business. So what would they call it? What would these A&Rs and that call it and these executives? They'd probably say um, marketing capability. They'd probably throw out a phrase like that. Like, oh, you know what? You've got the sound, but your look, your look doesn't really sound. Yeah. Family, I know you used to watch X Factor back in the day, because I did as well. I'm talking back in the day. When um, they used to have the Madman auditions, you know, like people come in and have, a, yeah, have yeah, all yeah, the yeah, funny yeah. auditions. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then um, people would get through and all of that. You'd hear those things come up. To When it got to a certain level, you would find in the competition, it would go beyond, even from the initial, but 
When they started getting through the rounds, it would always get to the point where they started to look past the talent and they had to look at you as a complete package. Yeah? Do yeah. you have the look? Do you have the right attitude? Are you marketable? Can you, can you cross over? Do you have crossover appeal to, for example, break into America? Because remember, that's, that's one of the things, even to now, that's one of the things the UK have always strived towards, breaking over into the US. Me personally, yeah. I don't see why. I know the US is a much, large, a much larger market, but if you lock down the nation, you can eat, you know, and run, like, and run, run around like a king if you lock down the UK. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, don't overlook your garden for your neighbor's garden, man. Or don't, like you always say, don't try and rent a room in a mansion when you can build your own house. You can build a one-bedroom thing and Facts. live well. Facts. But while it is, I'm going to tell the truth because I want to keep it 100. Yeah. One side of me says that, you know, it's not music... It's not music made by black people. It's not that. It's music of black origin. Mm. So it's like, I would say that Ed Sheeran is like a solely kind of very good singer, like very, very talented, sings about things that, you know, you know, like you can put on a, you can put on an Ed Sheeran song mm -hmm. and, you know, a man can, can be like, he can feel that love for his woman. You know what I'm saying? You can put on an Ed yeah. Sheeran and the music's playing and the moonlight's in the background. <laughs> you, get, you get what I'm going from? The, the moonlight's in the background and a man, yeah. can, a man can all propose to that type of music. Yeah? Definitely his influences mm -hmm. are some of the more solely, you know, music, black music, solely black music. But where I think... Where my one side of me says, are the mobiles bringing awarding people like that more so than actual black artists because they're trying to bring ratings to the show? Yes. Because at the end of the day, it is a business. Yes. Or are those artists just shining more than a lot of black artists at the time? And let me explain because I know it sounds controversial. Yeah. There was a time I love RB, I love singing. Mm -hmm. I, like I don't, I don't sing, but I love music that mm. sings. Yes, like singers, and I'm a man that will put on all a Teddy Pendergrass. Oh, you get what I'm saying, Bobby Womack, and all oh. them kind of people. You get what I'm saying. So I'm cut from that cloth. Mm. I will put on a if you think you're lonely now and all them kind of tunes. Laid back. So we've come <laughs> to the end of the road. Still I can't. Let go. You, you know, oh, don't get me started. Yeah, carry A on. new addition. Oh. Like we're we coming from that place. Yeah? Yeah, man. From about, you know, I can't remember when it changed, but R&B changed, man. And it went into like, you know, it was when people like Trey songs came into the thing, mm -hmm. it was just pure bedroom talk. Like, I can't even play that in a car. You know what I'm saying? Like, Overly sexualized. It, it was not but like about like what I'm I'm gonna lay down with this girl and yo come into my bedroom and yo I'm gonna kill this girl's front and <laughs> you get what I'm trying to say, fam. <laughs> so yeah, I feel like when them artists started coming out, and many may disagree that it's a different category, but mm. I put all of that in the same category. Okay. Yeah. 
when them artists started disrespecting the music like that, which R. Kelly had a big part in that. Yeah? Facts. When they started disrespecting the music and talking about girls front and girl, your ass is huge and where you got to say that. It ain't even funny still. It ain't even funny. funny still, but oh my gosh. When they started to do that, mm. yeah? A lane opened up. Mm. You know who jumped into that lane? Like, Talk to me, man. A Sam Smith, where he would go and get a church choir. And, and you know, the vocals were, were top. Top of top vocals. A Ed Sheeran would come in and sing a love thing. What's that tune? Get, you know that tune that go, is... Go away, girl. Go away, get all them. Not even even go. There's another one, a big tune, man. The, um, I, can't, I know exactly what you're talking about. I, I, sorry, I'll be loving sorry. you till we're 70. Yes. Sorry to interject. Now, sorry to cut you off. I believe that was... Obviously, he's had many a smash hit. But I believe that was the one. Wasn't that the one he got in trouble with Marvin Gaye's family for? Because the court... It bit, it's, oh, I would have to look it up. Apologies, people. It was something along the lines of... um. He stole the melody or the chords or some like basically he took something was I'm not saying him directly because yeah. obviously there's many people who work on them and the songs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. He took something whether it was the melody, the harmony. He took something the even it might have been the beat and then redid it and they didn't. Um, I I believe it was done without permission. You sure that was Ed Sheeran? Because remember, Robin Thicke had a case with Marvin Gaye. Was it Robin Thicke? Yeah, Robin Thicke had a case with Marvin Gaye. One second, man. Go back to you. Yeah. I'm just looking so, this up, people. One second. So, so I'm pretty sure it's Robin Thicke because T.I. was on the song and they, they, they won it. I think there was... Yeah, I remember. But, I remember. you know, that kind of music opened up a lane because yeah. there's a lot of people who want to hear beautiful music. Facts. You know what I mean? So, there was a time where that kind of music was at the forefront, like India, Irie, and, and a Jill Scott that kind of thing was like at the forefront of like beautiful music. It was at the forefront, but then it changed. What was at the forefront then? The R&B artists started to become rappers. Do you get what I mean? So when that started to happen, those guys, that lane opened up. Mm -hmm. So the real question is, were they making the best? I wouldn't call it R&B, but... Even with a Justin Bieber, it falls into that same solely R&B, neo-soul. Music. Yeah, you're correct. Music nowadays is it's very hard to put things into categories. Even the UK, you've got Drill, UK Trap. Um, there's, I know there's Afro Beats, Afro Swing. Like, you know, there's, there's many subcategories of music. And I believe all of that comes from people taking elements of different things. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So, for example, I might take a piece from Afro Beats and um, add it with this, add it with some pop or add it with some UK rap and it's something different now. It could be called Afro Fusion or UK Fusion or something crazy like that. But sorry, I'm going to let you continue, Mark. Because mm -hmm. obviously people, why Mark was breaking that down eloquently, I was just looking up. It was Ed Sheeran as well. You're right about the Robin Thicke, but it was Ed Sheeran as well. He got sued over, apparently he straight up copied uh, Let's Get It On. Okay. By Marvin Gaye. Okay. People seem, so it definitely seems like people are readily stealing from or copying the works of Marvin Gaye. But what that proves is that that influence, like those kind of like Marvin Gaye, Teddy Pendergrass, Bobby Womack, there's a lot of guys like that who made like, you know, big, big, huge albums that live on today. 
and it's feel good music. It's happy music. It's joyful music. It's love. You know what I mean? Like, like that's love music. Like it's love making music. It's, it's music where a man appreciates the relationship he's in. Whereas the Trey Song stuff and not even just Trey Songs, the R. Kelly went that way. A lot of them, the dream, even though he's, he's good as, they all can sing. Yes. But they started to, at the forefront of like the R&B world, it became like nothing but sexualized music. Mm. Whereas that music was more like, a lot of sex was spoken about discreetly, mm-hmm. but it was more like in love marriage music, in love baby making music, but like people that was in love, big people things. Yeah. So I feel like Ed Sheeran, a lot of his songs filled that void. So mm, interesting. did the mobiles put them guys to the forefront because of that? Or was it because they bring views? But then at the same time, the mobiles is a business. Mm-hmm. But it did turn a lot of people off from it. Yes. I see now they're trying to tap into the UK scene now because the UK scene's popular now. But when the UK scene wasn't what it was, those guys was taking a back seat on that show. When I say the UK scene, I'm talking about the black British UK scene. Yes. See what I mean? And those guys were taking a back seat to these other artists that were at the forefront of the, the award show. And I feel like, yeah, you're right. Like there's so much different. It, it, music is, it moods, music is about moods, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Like, you might you might feel you might want to feel a certain way, so you put on something that allows you to feel that way or helps you to get into that that mode. So, if a man's, you know, if it's a, if it's a date night, them kind of songs I'm talking about are very relevant to a date night. If a man's going to do a, you know, if a man's going to do a madness, then he may tap into the the drill type of thing, but each genre of like each category is a certain mood when those things started to cross over i being like that had a big effect on the award show would you agree with that i definitely agree i definitely do agree but even if uh, it's music of black origins so do we have to even you know what it is when you really think about it even that name is dangerous or not even dangerous, tricky per se, because like you rightly said, because we have all these different types of music. If you have a, for example, black artist who is doing heavily, heavily influenced black British R&B, yeah? Mm. Then you have a white artist, or it doesn't even have to be white, white or another race of artist who is doing UK pop, occasionally taps into the R&B, but their numbers are bigger than the black artist who is predominantly or wholeheartedly R&B. Should they, should the artists of another nation or another race be put above the one who's doing the 100% R&B? Like, that's where it comes in. Because, you know, because they've said black origins. Yeah. Now, it's not the blackly black, black, black awards. Yeah. It's black origins. So, can you be like, oh, ah, yeah, that's got a little R&B in it, you know? That's got a little, little hip-hop vibes in it. That's got a little, little UK... Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, they've made it... They've, they've kind of put themselves into a box somewhat. 
where there is a gray area because it's almost damned if you do, damned if you don't. If they don't include those artists who might fall into the category of black origins at all, they may be called out and called racist and such. But if they overly pander to them, then like you said, you've been turned off. Myself been turned People will be turned off. Like they're prob- probably what you would call the target demographic will be turned off from the award show. So it's like being in a rock and a hard place. You make a very, very valuable point, yeah, that the person who dedicates themselves to that genre, should they be the ones who take pole position over someone who just dabbles in it? You know what I mean? And I, the answer is yes and no for me because the answer is yes because um, that person's dedicated to that music and they've put their whole life into that and they should be the ones that are rewarded. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, no, because if it ain't the best music, you have to pick what is the best. Mm. But then at the same time, again, it's a business. An award, if we was running an award show, we want the most people watching it so we can sell advertising space. But Mark, just to interject before you even continue, the numbers equate things to being the best. Because this is gonna, it might sound a bit crazy and people might say, yeah, of course it does numbers. But you remember, we live in the society we live in today, a lot of it is monkey see, monkey do, and sheep mentality. Like the crowd goes where the crowd goes. You know what I mean? Like people go where the crowd is. So I'll give you an example. We're at the carnival. Two sounds are playing, yeah? Yeah. We're walking down and we're like, yo, slapping down here. Yo, everyone's down here. Sound on the right, ram, ram, jam, cock. You can't even get a place for work, yeah? Sound on the left. It's moving a little lame. Them sound kind of tame. You see me? Mm. Most, most likely, where are we going to go? What are we going to check out first? Sound on the right, innit? Of course. Because you're going to be like, yo, that must be slapping. Everyone's there. It's the same with music, um, movies, any kind of digestible media. It's the same thing. Like a man's on YouTube. You see a video, you search. Oh, let me just think of something off the top of my head. You search um, how to tie Jordans. Yeah, just as an example. First thing come to my head. Mm. There's going to be a plethora of videos. Are you, you're scrolling, you're scrolling. 10,000 views, 100,000 views. Which one are you more likely to click on first? Crowd follows crowd. Facts. So, this is what I'm saying. It's tricky. I'm, I'm glad, personally, I'll be real with you because this is express truth. It's nothing but the truth. I'm glad I'm not in the position on these award shows to be making these decisions because it's very tricky. You get into the gray area because... You could have the person who's dedicated themselves to one genre of music and it's the better of the two. So it's better, it's much better quality than the person who dabbles. But the person who dabbles has the eyes, has the numbers, has the traction. Yeah. Yeah. They're the driving force right now. Who are you going to give it to then? Are you going to keep it real in the streets or real? In the boardroom? Yeah, solid question, man. It's, it's, it's a solid question, but it's, it, 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 for me, you need a mixture of both, but you can't let... that You can't allow the thing, the commercial side to take over mm. what you actually started the award show for. 
Because I believe, like I said at the start of the show, Dennis Brown wasn't given... Uh, um, His flowers, man. Yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't given a great... Um, there's a lot of people who have passed. I don't want to just limit it to Dennis Brown yeah. at the time. I know I was in school at the time. It wasn't a great tribute. But I don't want to just limit it to Dennis Brown. There was other great artists from our culture mm-hmm. that haven't been celebrated the way they deserve to. And I think, like you just explained, yeah, you made a very great point that crowds follow crowds. So for me, where's artists like Lamar? Facts. That was a brother who could sing his ass off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, where's he at? Early 2000s, real talk. Where's he at? Them man there should be still big, or at least, you know, they should be about. At least part of the conversation. I feel like the labels push them to the commercial side to where when that crowd are done with them, they're finished. Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? Whereas Ed Sheeran gets the right push. Very talented artist, great, beautiful voice. Yeah. Very talented, but he's also got the right push behind him, the right marketing. Because music ain't just about the product. It's about the energy, the marketing, Getting people to getting people to tap into that art that's jo- that job's harder than making the music. You see what I'm saying? So True. in my head, like I'm saying, a lot of us switched off from the mobiles because we feel like our our um you know musicians weren't being honored the way they needed to be. And when I say our, I'm talking about black British musicians to take the forefront because that's a big debate that's going on at the minute all together. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, it's like, I've been having this conversation, like, when I was younger, I had a tutor. Okay. I had a tutor that me and my sister used to go to mm-hmm. and he was very, very, um, he was very, very, he was passionate about teaching the, the, the curriculum to black boys and girls, like okay. those, especially those that were not excelling in school for whatever reason. So when we used to go to this tutor, he'd look at the reasons why we wasn't excelling the way we should be. Mm-hmm. And he would spend time and work on that and also have discussions with parents about things that happen in schools because he was very clued up about that. And I feel like, and I've said this before, and I don't want to mention no names, but I don't feel the community was behind that brother the way they should have been. Yeah? Like, I don't feel like he was given the the push. This was someone who was dedicating his time and energy into trying to improve young black children's hopes and aspirations. You know what I'm saying? And also giving parents the understanding of what the school system, things to avoid and things to know. He weren't given the backing he should have been. Yeah? Okay. Now here's where it gets interesting. If Umar Johnson comes here, the place is ram. Bible facts. The place is packed. Bible facts. Now I'm not taking nothing away from Umar Johnson because my man drops nothing but consistent 
information that's important. But I believe that that information is more so for Americans. A lot of it, I, yes, I agree. Like when I listen to that, like the school system here is unique. And I, I feel that, you know, you and everyone else who's been through that school system and had any trouble in that school system or had any difficulties are qualified to speak on it. It's a unique experience. So a man coming from Philadelphia mm-hmm. can't tell us about how we should do things in school. It's not the same thing. They have a different time period. They have different things that they do. They have different age groups for different parts of the curriculum over there. So what I'm basically trying to say is people put more value in things that are foreign. Viable facts. You know what I'm trying to say? So that's the conversation that everyone's having now. Like, ah, you know, we're getting disrespected by these Americans. And, you know, I think it was one of them, um, one of them um, YouTube talk show hosts who okay. must have come out and was disrespecting non-black Americans. And I'm saying, yo, they've been thinking like that for the longest. When they come here, whether it's music, whether it's, um, you know, like talk show hosts or, or, or social commenters, whatever it is, they don't put value on us here. At all. At all. At but all. then we put so much value into them. This is tough. So I feel like the mobiles have been guilty of doing that for the longest. So if we're going to cost other people, the mobiles have been guilty of that where, you know, a I UK artist has to take a back seat. But the UK scene would have been pushed to the forefront a lot earlier than it was if we put value into it. What do you think about that, though? I agree. I definitely agree. But why do we feel like no value was put into it until... Because we have to... You have to admit, over... We're speaking... If we're stemming back from the 2014 mobiles with the whole Sam Smith situation up until now, that's a six-year time, time span. The UK scene has come forward leaps and bounds since 2014. I see US artists starting to embrace. Well, we had this discussion. I don't even want to say embrace. Embrace is the wrong word because we all know these Americans about their business, yeah? They want to make the bag, secure the bag, all of this bag, 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 bag talk, yeah? Mm. By any means necessary for a lot of them. Because you see a lot of them um, collaborating with artists over here. I was telling you about um, Gigs Drop That Tape. And um, A Boogie with the hoodie is on one of the tracks. Yeah. I was like, mad. I said he's linked up with him. But obviously we already knew that um, gigs, that Drake messes with gigs anyway. So Drake, I mean, so I'm saying Drake, apologies. So gig seems to have that interna- international pass to a degree. But do we remember when, I can't remember which album it was now, Drake featured gigs and he also yeah. featured Skepta. And some, of the, um, some Americans were like, yo, who, who are these men? I feel like, I feel like that's, it's mad, you know, it's almost taken for some of us, the US to start appreciating what we have and our music and our culture for us, for some of us to appreciate it. Because the amount of reaction, um, I saw one the other day, we dig, we dig a, what's, what did you name? Dig a D on it. Dig a D, dig, yeah. Dig a D, dig that. 
whatever refers to him as other. I saw one over there. Some geese in Brooklyn was reacting to his latest Daily Dopey G. Yeah, there's a lot of Americans doing that now. You see what I'm saying? Like, the UK scene is really making noise, doing bits and blowing up. And it's like, only now we've jumped on board. It's like some of us were sleeping and we're like, oh, wait, hold on. It's cool. This is cool now. Is it? Is it all right to like this? America's like this. Oh, yeah, this is our thing. Yeah, man. I've been on drill and all this and UK rap from day and where... We need to stop faking the funk. And like you rightly said, with the mobiles being case on point example, they do it. And not even just with international artists, with artists of other races. Yeah. Whatever's mm. popular, people are going to jump on. That's just seem, that just seems to be people in general and society as a whole. I'm going to tell you how it happened, yeah? Talk I, to I'll me. break it down. So, the UK scene got to where it got to now once they found their own identity. Mm-hmm. Now, what I mean by that is, for years, mans would dress how they was dressing over there, rap how they was rapping over there, subject matter about things that was happening over there. It's two different experiences. Like, the UK experience is completely different from the USA experience. You know what I mean? Yeah. Very, very different. So when guys were rapping about, you know, it, about things that were not realistic to the UK, I remember a man once said to me, a man said this to me, yeah, mm. that this is a man from Brom <laughs> yeah. who said to me yes. that man's was eating sugar sandwiches and stuff. I said, you've heard that on a Wu-Tang album or something? No one ain't eating no sugar sandwiches here like that. Like, I not, always said... Not unless you enjoy them. I've always said, yeah, like, you could enjoy... Like, you're not... Like, I've always said that over there, that you can climb as high as possible, but yeah. you can fall really low too. Facts, facts. Over here, you won't fall as low, but you won't climb as high. Bible facts. Do you know what I mean? So, so um, the music in America was very, very, I would say, when I first started, probably late 90s, no, nah, probably early 2000s, so you're talking about like DMX, Jay-Z, Nas, who had carried over from the 90s, but then I'm going into my teens. Those were the artists that I'm listening to, and it was actual talent. The music was very, very talented, and there was, there was the songs were actually saying something. You know what I mean? The songs were actually saying something at the time. As the time went on, the music just became the same. It was like, once the South took over in America, it just became the same. Everything was the same. Like, it was all about, you know, whores and bitches and trapping. And it just, it just became unbearable to listen to. I think at that point, that was the best thing that could have happened for the UK. Because then we couldn't even listen to it. Even though a lot of us like it, even me too, like I like a young Jeezy or even some Gucci man songs, but compared to what I came into the thing listening to, garbage. that's nonsense. Yeah, garbage. That's nonsense. It's just a man who's just found an avenue to make money. Show me the line, man. You get what I'm saying? So the UK found its own identity. So if you look at the UK music videos now, it's things of British nature. Things that actually happen here. So the scene got created. The scene, 
the scene actually was birthed like that then mm. because now the flow patterns and stuff were actual original flow patterns, even though like people will say, oh, I drill, it's Chicago, but British has got its own unique style of drill. Which America have adopted. The beats and everything mm-hmm. is something that, you know, the UK have created their own beat patterns and their own. So once that happened now, the only way was up for the UK and that's what it was missing all of these years. It was missing that identity where we don't care about these Americans now. A man will actually, there was a time where, you know, it was a struggle to play a British artist. You get into a man's car, all you'd hear is American. Now it's the opposite. There was a time where American outsold UK in the UK. Now UK is at the forefront in the UK and it's a beautiful thing. But what I'll say is um, the Americans, they didn't really respect us. So they would just come here and look at it like, you know, I'm going to collect some money over there. So even when Chip like done them features with um, Chris Brown and all that. Yes. They weren't promoting that over there. No, at all. That, so, and, and the thing is this, what people don't understand is the same way how there's a scene here, there's scenes in other countries. So France have got a big scene, you know. France have a huge drill, rap scene. You know, drill is going huge globally. Yeah, yeah, it's massive. Absolutely huge globally. But France have a big scene, yeah, where there are scenes like this where... ASAP Rocky will go there and make a and make a feature with a man. We'll never hear that tune. You get what I'm saying? So why I'm saying that example is because when they was coming in and working with these guys here, it was for money. The label's paying them, oh, I'll do this song with this British guy. But once he left and got on that plane, that song, it was in the past, it was in his rear view. He would never push it over there. Very rarely even promoted it. Like wouldn't even so. Someone started to bring it up recently. Uh, I think it was the last year when people were saying, yo, these guys are coming here. They're not even pushing the music when they go over there. And I think the years and years and years of that happening, the British artists started to say, you know what, we'll create our own thing. It took its toll. Then it? obviously with, the, with, with, with Drake becoming the biggest thing in hip hop, Canadians, what you have to remember with a lot of us Jamaicans is, there was a few places that we went when we left the island. Those places were Canada, mm-hmm. UK, mm-hmm. and the USA. Mm. But in Canada, it's like 50-50. There's Canadians who love British culture. There's Canadians that that's, they completely, they talk the way how we kind of talk. <laughs> like, which is why you have that funny kind of, and Drake's one of them. Yeah, yeah, Drake yeah. grew up listening to a lot of UK stuff. So once he got in position, you know, he carried on loving it. And that's why he'd start to give man's looks here. And I think he made that, that he bridged that gap by putting a gigs on his album. You know what I'm saying? Putting a skeptic on his album, coming and linking up, coming out on stage for a J-Hoss, coming out on stage. Now, some people would say like, is it an energy thing where he's taking energy? But now he don't really need to do that. He don't need to do that. But when he does it, it's a look in it. It helps. Yeah. See what I'm saying? It helps. People, if, if we just stay on the Drake thing for a moment, people definitely thought, I feel like early on as well, because you you remember you got labelled as a culture vulture. Yeah. You used to get hit with that title all of the time. 
especially early on in his career, because he jumped on a, what was it, Versace remix, uh, My Way remix, a whole host of other remixes. And people will be like, yo, he just jumps on things to stay relevant, to stay hot. Oh, he's linked with kids. he's linked with Popcorn, he's linked with Skeppy, he's linked with gigs. Like you said, you may, you may, that might have been an argument before we knew fully what Drake was going to be. Before we knew Drake as the entity that Drake is today, Mm-hmm. That was arguable. Myra don't need to do nothing, fam. That's a hit maker. How long has he been on top? Globally? How many years now? I said a solid nine years. Since 11. Since 2011. Yeah. 2011. That's the first time I seen Drake in concert. Mm. I seen Drake in the NIA. Yeah. Which he ain't called that anymore. I don't know what it's called now. I think it's Barclays, isn't it? Was it changed again? But at the NIA, the famous Birmingham NIA, I went there. No, it's uh, Arena Birmingham, no, I think. Arena Birmingham. That, I went to see Drake 2011, yeah. yeah. And when we went there, he, these times he had, um, I'll tell you how, how, how old it was, wow. how, how long ago this is. J. Cole was the warm-up act and no one knew who that was. Whoa. Yeah. And they're yeah, somewhat on par. Yeah, not really, really no, but yeah. No, yeah. When I, no, when I say that, I mean upper echelon. Because in the mm. upper, upper echelon of rap, like if you're talking modern times, you'd, you'd, you'd usually say Kendrick. This is in no order, but you'd say Kendrick, Drake, Cole. Big Sean was in the argument for a bit. But people, say, people always said he, he fumbled the ball. He could never perform under pressure. But yeah, continue. So that's the first time I've seen Drake. And when... The energy, the tunes. I remember saying, yo, my man's going to be about for a bit, you know, mm. because his songs were different. He makes, he makes like songs that are different, even though he'll jump on a lot of the nonsense. He makes songs that some of them or a lot of them are saying something as yeah. well. Like he ain't afraid to say certain things. Whereas other man, it's like they're too cool for school. Mm. You know what I mean? So I always knew from then, like, he's going to he's gonna be, you see what I mean? He's going to be, like, huge. And he continued to grow and grow and grow. And he was giving people looks. Like, he ain't scared to, like, reach out to people. Like, you hear a lot of British people saying, oh, Drake, DM me. Even with the whole Top Boy thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he just seen it and liked it. You know how much man would have seen that and liked it and not reached out? Not done nothing. But he's seen it. Liked it and, and, and reached out to them guys and brought it back, used his power. And made something happen, innit? You see what I mean? Because remember, within Britain here, yeah? Mm-hmm. When that come out on Channel 4, Top Boy, yeah? Mm-hmm. That, it was big, it was a good, it was, if it weren't good, I'll say it wasn't good, but it come out, well, yeah? Huh? It come out, it had a good story, although, like a lot of people will say, oh, it's just, it's pushing the same narrative. Fair enough, but it's entertainment, yeah? yeah. I do understand that we there's different stories to be told. Yes. But within that series, there is a lot of different stories being told. Yes. So we didn't have enough clout that one of our channels here couldn't even keep it on TV. Because there's a lot of different rumours as to why it got pulled. Yeah. But it took a Canadian man to get that to get a deal. That is crazy if you ask me that. <laughs> it is. That is crazy that Definitely. it took a connect. So that shows you where the respect levels are at for us anyway. That we had a show. It was coming on late enough as it is. And it took a man from Canada to see it and like it. 
to get it in a lane of its own here. Do you see what I mean? Definitely. Because what comes along, it's like my dad, my dad said something the other day and it made sense. He goes, each industry complements the other. So, okay. during, because because of the whole, you know, pandemic, what he's trying to say is that there's not any one industry that hasn't suffered. There's certain industries that have continued to thrive when you're talking about like supermarkets and the healthcare sector. But as far as like retail, travel, tourism, different things, a man, each thing complements the other. So if you're going on holiday, you're going to go and buy clothes. You know what I'm trying to say? If you're going to buy clothes, you're going to get hungry while you're out and go and buy food. But if that man's not going on holiday, he don't need to buy clothes. He's not going to be in the city center. So they've lost business. So that's the same as the UK scene that's thriving now. Other things are supposed to thrive off the back of that, which is starting to happen. So film, podcast, are supposed to complement each other. So the artists that are bringing in all them views are supposed to go on the podcast. The films are supposed to use the artists in the podcast and rare, rare, rare. And you've got a scene now. Definitely. Still a lot of work to be done, but it's getting there. Getting there. Baby steps, man. Rome wasn't built in a day, man, like they love to say. Yeah. But going forward, going forward, we should, we should definitely continue to support our own, man. I'm seeing, I'm seeing it happen a bit more, but more, like you said, a lot more can be done. A lot more work needs to go into it. And a lot of the UK artists, man, because this is why the blow hot, for me, sometimes the blow hot and cold. And what I mean by that is, one minute they'll be like, you know what? Oh, we need to stop these men coming over here. But then in the other breath, you're running them down and running down features and that, and still running down approval. And I know you said they used to just like that. Many of these geezers still do, family. I can mm. jump on, like, for example, a UK gossip or a shade borer, see what these men are wearing, jump on DJ Academics' page, and it's almost look for look, like for like. Because it's all this drip and bust down and all of that. Like, I understand, like, that's part of the poppy show. I get it. You want to get girl and them thing there. You want to blow out backs. I get it, man. But do it, after your, do it your own way, man. Do your own style. Don't rip off America. All of, don't rip off America. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, family, everyone's a sneakerhead as well. Or into trainers. Because we're in the UK. Trainers has always been a big thing in the UK, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. I understand that. Yeah. But I mean, like, I'm, when I say everyone, I mean literally everyone. You've yeah. always had, it's like anything, you've always had pockets of people, yeah? So you'd have gamers, for example, you'll have people who are into podcasts, you'll have people who love YouTube, you'll have people who are just into trainers, you're, you'll have mans who love Snap, you know what I'm saying? But I'm saying, like, now everyone's, with the explosion of social media, especially, everyone's like, oh, I'm a trainer head now. I love kicks. Yeah, man, I'm into design. Whether it's designers, off-whites, this, that, the third. Everyone's a collector. Everyone's, yeah, man, I've always worn Jordans. and whatever. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people jump on the hype. Now, I'm not saying, like, do you think in it? You like what you like. We all have our own individual style, but don't let foreign people or even celebrities on social media determine what you're supposed to like, man. If you don't like something, don't like it. What I'm talking about is them big, ugly Balenciagas, yeah? Horrible. That look like this. <laughs> Horrible. Yeah? It looks like a, a piece of pastry or something, fam. It looks like an overinflated croissant 
that a man's put on his foot. Disgusting. You cannot tell me you like them because they're my, they're horrible, fam. There's yeah. even ones where man's foot, there's even ones where man's toes are separated. I seen them and said, please don't make this be a thing. Oh, the design. Was that Valencia <laughs> as well? Yeah, yeah. I don't think that caught, I know. Man's actual toes were separated in them. Crazy. I call them the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle <laughs> Crips, fam. Well, um, are. I want to, for the final part of what we're talking about, I want to take it into Birmingham right now. Yeah, man. Oh, one, two, one. JK. Yeah, shout out JK. He was very vocal in expressing that, you know, man weren't even nominated. Mm. Wasn't even nominated now. Shout out to JK first and foremost. Yeah, man, yeah, man. Yeah, man put, put me on his, um, he made a documentary back in the day. I'm, I remember it from, man put, still had the place, Yeah, man. Put, put me on that still. You in get what I'm saying? That. Come on, Show man. man love all the time. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, by doing that. But I'll say this about him now. Although he ain't black, mm. my man deserves to get nominated. And I'm not just saying that because he's from Brom. You know why? Talk to me. Because that's a man who, when Grime was kind of dying down, yeah, JK stayed consistent on it. He was championing it. Stayed consistent. You know how much man dipped to like Funky House, Baseline. This brother, even before that he was making any money, he was just constantly spitting Grime, spitting Grime constantly, like not leaving the genre, like sticking true to who he was. And Socks was the biggest thing. Shout out to Socks, yeah? Yeah, big up Socks. Socks was the biggest thing in Brom. Facts. The biggest thing. And I was chatting to a Patreon about it. Shout out to Ari, yeah? Yeah, man. We was having a conversation and he said the same thing. And this is a Londoner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout Socks out. was the biggest thing in Brom. And Socks was way bigger than JK. JK took a back yeah, definitely. He was like behind Socks. Mm. My man stayed consistent to his passion and ended up becoming like, you know, when it come back around, which is why I always say pe- to, to people to be true to yourself, when it ended up coming back around, my man was in the mix to where he couldn't be ignored. You can only ignore something for a certain amount of time. Like this brother stayed on it. Like, like he stayed on it. A lot of men did it. A lot of men tried to go into rapping and, Every, they just went to where the clout was. Even if it was only like a handful of people loving grime, my man stayed on it. You see what I'm saying? Because a lot of the, even in the Brom scene, a lot of men from, are from grime. A lot of them come from different genres where they're just jumping on what they believe will make them get recognition. Whereas he, I can truly say he was one of the men that didn't do that and ended up blowing from Brom in the sense of Londoners had to take notice of the brother. Oh, Storms, he had to put him on a tour. Like, man's had to put him on tunes. He had, His name had to get brought up. He had a tune on Power as well, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, Power, Power used his tune. That's what I'm saying. But his name had to get brought up. So I'm saying that alone, that alone. So when I see people saying like, yo, my man ain't black and really. Yeah, and I'm saying, those are all the comments, sorry. Those yeah. are all the comments that I saw also. Oh, he's not black though. So one girl was like, oh, sorry, JK, but you're not black in the conversation. But like we said, that's where that gray area creeps back in. It's music of black origin. It's not the black of the black, 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 black awards. 
So if someone like you rightly said, and we rightly said, we came to the conclusion of if they're even dabbling, they can be technically, and technicalities often win the day, they can technically be nominated for the awards and be winners of said awards. Man deserves, I'm just saying like, you know, we have to look at who's, who stays true. I think it's who stays true to themselves. If you're, if you're working on a craft, like look how much people come to us. Yo, you need to do this. Yo, you need to do that. And we said, nah, nah, nah. We're going to do this. Oh, wow. Even if there's only a handful of people, this is what we're doing. No matter where it takes us. Whereas other men just jump on wherever you know, they think they're going to get the most views or the most recognition. They just jump on that. Jack of all trades, master G of none. Guys who came into the thing not talking about certain things have now become where they only talk about certain things. Yeah. Where was you at when we needed you, though? Where were you at when we were shooting in the gym, man? <laughs> where was we at when we needed you to be, to be a voice? But now it's popular to be a voice yeah. and talk about. But you can go back in this Express Truth Archive. extensive archive very extensive and see that you know bands have always kept it official facts but they now you like you said i don't want to cut you off <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> he knows what i'm gonna say because now it's become popular to talk about certain things people have become what like self-elective representatives <laughs> of the community and that i'm seeing certain cats getting pulled for debate on this debate on that debate on that you were at the table when we were sitting down brainstorming and that. Get me? Facts. He was on stage with a red nose and floppy shoes acting a clown. Facts. And Just, then, and then, and then it's like, you know, people would say, ah, Express Juve, one of the realest. And we'll say, you know, much appreciated for saying that. Yeah, of course. Because the facts are this, that, you know, a lot of guys just jump on hype and they jump on whatever's popular and they don't want to ruin relationships. So if a man gets called into question, yeah, where some, if something happens, yeah, where even if it's a man from Brom, Brom, small, Brom small, and, I, I, and you know, we ain't going to water it down. The only reason, there's one thing, because a man, a man shouted me, you know, yeah, and says, yo, you lot didn't speak about the, 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 the situation with the um with the um with the gangs that took place. We ain't gonna get into it right now. And I said, that's not what we do. I said that ain't what we do. We ain't speaking oh, about oh, non-local. Um, some expose thing. Yeah, yeah. I said that's not what we do. That's some local thing. Let yeah, yeah, yeah. leave that to the barbershops. Just let that go around. Yeah. Let that just leave that for WhatsApp groups. I man. said leave that to the barbershops, but the facts are right now, our studio. Is in Birmingham City Centre. Oh. So the facts are that we are speaking about things that, you know, other people won't cover the way we cover them. So even with that whole Dr. Veli thing, yeah, a lot of people don't want to ruin that relationship that maybe he could go on their podcast or his sister could go on their podcast. I don't we, want him on this one. We ain't bothered about I don't that. Want, I, Rube, I, don't, I don't want you. I do not want you on this. I don't want you on this, yeah? If you want to say something, if you wanted to get at man, jump on your Instagram live. I'll put the video here again and I'll, and I'll reply to you like, but you're not coming on. I don't want your sister. No, you get me? 
She's trying to take up for no. I don't want you on here. I don't want her on here. Man, don't care. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to be a singer. I'm not trying to be an MC. I don't need a feature. I don't need but your cosign. That's when you compromise, though, because not you. Yeah. Not oh sorry, but some guys are compromised because they don't want to ruin relationships. So it's like ah, oh, I don't want to. I don't want to ruin the relationship with so a and so and so. Yeah, I don't want to ruin the relationship with. With this man, so he's getting called into question for this. I don't want to speak about it like that because he might not, he might not, I might not be able to get him back on my show. Mm. Whereas with us, we're good, man. All good we, in the hood, man. We only need the people. Facts. People's choice. The people's pe platform. The people's man. platform. Oh, you get what I'm saying? That's about it for this week. Yeah. Time flying, man. Yeah, time flying. I feel like man. we just started, man. People, don't forget to check out our website, www.expresstrueshow.com. Christmas is approaching very, very fast. Purchase some merchandise, um, you know, buy yourself, become a member, join our mailing list, read an article. Um, we're going to be starting to go live on the, on the website too. Patreons, much respect, much honour. Every time. Um, we will definitely be very active over there with our new setup and our new, you know, gadgets and everything. We're able to do a lot more now. Go, go, like, gadgets. A lot stream, more. Like, like, the, like the live callings will be back. I'm so excited for them. Guests. I'm, I'm very excited for them. Guests because, like British. So that means the same way how you see us sitting here right now, you'll be able to call in and have that conversation. And we're going to be doing some legendary lives. Like, we're about to take over that. That whole phoning platform. Already have to, man. But yeah. So that's so. it, man. It's the Express Truth Show. Making Thursdays great again. And we gone. Follow us on Instagram at Express Truth Show.